You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Ogunlo and I'm delighted to be joined in the line by our correspondent there, Michael McNamara. Michael, good afternoon to you. And how are you today? Good. The weekend looks like it's um, the weather is improving, Michael, all the week and... Uh, we're looking forward to a few nice days. It does, it does. And and um, it's amazing what the sunshine can do for people. It brings people out, puts them in a good mood. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's good. It's good to get a bit of sunshine. Yes. I suppose, Michael, we have to start with hurling because we'll say last uh, weekend, I suppose the, the result of the championship last weekend uh, in the Intermediate Championship was uh, Ogunlo's win over Tulla. Uh, I suppose we can't be surprised really given, you know, Ogunlo gave a good account of themselves last year in the jun- winning the Junior A and in Munster. But at the same time, I suppose it was it was a great win, Michael. It, it was a good win. And uh, I, I know that uh, I was in the stand and there was an awful lot of taller people around us, and and I I think they were actually shocked. They expected now for to win. There's no doubt about that. And I suppose looking on their performance, where they stood in relation to, we we'll say the level of hurling, they probably would have seen themselves a bit better than the Gunner. But the lads played well. They put an awful lot of work into it over the last uh, couple of years since. Well, it started before COVID. There's no doubt about that. But. Um, they have put a good team together, and they have, um, they have the methods of hurling has has completely changed, and uh, every of course everything filters down from county level, and when you see something happening in county level, and coaches will bring that back down, and it comes to club level. So when you see what the the physical fitness of the young lads and the weights they're doing. And in the the coaching and how they design the game and how they want to play it, it has completely changed. Completely changed since when I was hurling. Yes. It has. But it's a good thing. And it's great to see the level of hurling come up. And they did, they did well. Um, and they said they beat Tulla 116 to 14 points. And, of course, uh, there's another big one, a local derby on then coming up. Um, I think it's until Saturday week. That's down in Whitegate, the plain Bodike. That's right. And that will be, in, in fact, the the intermediate championship between Bodike, Ogonolo and Tulla, three East Clare teams, and right. as well as the local rivalry, you know, they're all, yeah. they're, they're, there'll be intense competition. I mean, Tulla only came down a couple of years ago from senior, and, you know, they, they would be looking to sort of go back up fairly quickly. Um but yep. then Ogunlo are up this year from Junior A on a winning streak and, and they have a bit of momentum going. <laughs> they have. They have. And of course, as you said, what you said, it, was, it was very true about Tuller. Like they, they would have um, they would have views of going back up senior again. That's where they would want to be. And uh, I'd say they were very, very disappointed um, with the outcome um, beyond in Bradford. But yeah. you see, that's the way games go. You have 60 minutes as, as, at that level to play it, and yeah, you make it or you lose it. And you that's do. It. I suppose the the, the um, 
the aim anyway of all the teams, O'Gunlow included, is to, is to get out of the group. And uh, if you can finish first or second in the group, you get out of your group. And after that, then it is, um, you know, do or die knockout competition. Well, that's true. That's yeah. very true. And I'd say, but I could probably um, disappointed with our draw against Aina Kilnamona. And uh, I'd say they probably have been hoping, they'd all have been hoping for a win. Even before us now, we're talking to some of the lads before on the lead up to our game over. And we're just saying, you know, a win would be great for the first one out. It's has to set you up and it settles you down. And yes. um, I'm sure for both Ike and both Ike and Kilimona that the, the draw there was, was uh, a disappointment. Both of them would want to the win. They would want to the win. They do. Well, I suppose a team yeah. wants to win the first day out, as you say, just that's to, it. you know, you, you're on a sort of, you're on the, the front foot at that stage then, whereas... Yeah, well, you are at that stage, yeah. yeah that's very true. That's and true, I suppose yeah. the same will be said, Michael, for... Uh, our Scarif Camogie team next weekend because they'll be they're out on I think it's Fridays the group games Friday. are 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 being played this this year so uh, next weekend they'll be they have to start at scratch again after winning Munster and getting to the All Ireland final but uh, it's back to basics. It's back to basics again, and you know the one thing about um, Camogie. And over the past couple of years, which is a great thing, the profile of Komogi has really risen. And when you see it, we say, at county level, and um, it, that, that profile is very, very strong, which is only right because, like, there's no doubt about it, but the, the senior men's football and, and hurling, that took precedence over. But, like, if you look at the coverage now that the uh, Camogies are getting, and, and the, the ladies' football as well, yes. and I think it's brilliant. And when you look at the standard, good heavens above, they're absolutely amazing. They yeah. are. They're, they're, they're brilliant. And, and um, it's good to see it. And like that again, that's filtering down to our girls, Scarafo uh, Gunla. They had a, an exceptional year. They had a great couple of years, actually. Yes. And fair play to them. But then you see, it, that doesn't happen overnight. That puts an awful lot of work into it. And um, it's a huge commitment. It is. And well, you've, huge... you, you've seen them in the field in Ogunlo, Michael, ah, you know, yeah, like the rest yeah. of us. And uh, the amount yeah. of work they put in is phenomenal. Oh, they do. They do. They do indeed. And, and like, you give up so much. And and uh, like when you're there, like you you're it's it's a commitment that you give to it. And like I suppose in a way you put, start to put your social life to a certain extent on hold while that's happening. And that again goes for the the, the lads in the hurling as well. But it's a big sacrifice. But when you enjoy it and when you can get that bit of a success that makes it all worthwhile it does indeed and it's great for for our communities here as well you know in all the parishes to see the the teams going well absolutely absolutely now tell me something Michael what do this I hear about birds of prey in (laughs) Ogunlo there there is there are some birds of prey just above behind me you know we have um, there was a couple of kestrels and they hatched in the barrows a couple of, of young ones. And quite quite often now, I see them, they come down right over my house. And just back over from me, you have the the, um, the forestry up in Bellybrand Hill there. And uh, I'd say they have a lot of cover there. But they do quite regularly. I was watching one there, um, it's about two weeks ago. 
And he was the Kestrel is an amazing bird. He's the one that will can hover in a steady position. He's the only one that can actually do it. And and when when they spot something, they'll just drop down and drop down and drop down. But I was watching one and he did. And whatever he got, I said to the mouse now he got, but he had it in the claws when he took off. He was only about a hundred yards from me now from where I was. I was out outside in the garden. And um but it's lovely to see them. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yes, and they're they're protected birds, obviously, like like they, many well, other birds protected. of prey. And the hen harrier, I I was um to uh, what I said about eighteen months ago, I was sitting inside the the window there at the kitchen. I was just looking out, and I feed the birds um out on the lawn. And the next thing I saw this bird come down, pounce, he got him. And what was it? It was a hen harrier. Yes. And he had a, a, he had he got a misfortune a small little bird, the blue tail. And he stayed on the lawn, didn't take him, but he, he ate him, he took him his thunder and he ate him there on the lawn while I was looking at him. I got some shots of it now all right. Yes. He was only about twenty, thirty yards away from me. But he didn't move until he had him eaten and all that was left of the feathers. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, nature is amazing. It's good to see and it's uh, it's lovely to see the nature and to be involved in it as well. It is indeed. And sometimes I, I've seen the birds of prey around here and you'd see, particularly the swallows, uh, when there's a bird of prey around, um, you know, I suppose the swallows warning other birds and that kind of thing and... Uh, they 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 swoop and they go up high and they fly you know in all sorts of um, zigzag fashion, uh, I'm presuming to warn their their other birds that uh, there is a bird of prey about. They do, and I've seen it with the swallows now and with the with the kestrels, and if the kestrel is hovering and we have the swallows now they're nesting out the back of my place. And they'll, they'll, like you said now, they'll go overhead and they'll come down and they'll dive bomb on them. And, and they'll, and I, I, I say it's just that they want to get them out of the area because there's no doubt about it, the young swallows would be prey if the kestrel got them. They'll take them. But um, nature is amazing the way they look after their own. It is indeed. I suppose the, the, yeah. actual, the adult swallows would probably be too fast for a kestrel because the speed of they, them. But, but, but they the, would. I, I would imagine. I think the kestrel is, uh, yeah, but he wouldn't be as fast or, or as agile or he wouldn't be able to turn and, and um, turn as fast as the swallow would. The swallow is amazing bird in sight. I was watching last year, I had a son of my home for me, they were out in the yard and we spotted two of the eagles. They'd have been, I suppose, the white-tailed eagles. Now, they were down, I suppose, across maybe parts of my feet. They were up pretty high. But it's amazing what they were doing. There were two together, and it was. It seemed one would fly up high, right, and then he'd swoop down on the other one. And as he'd swoop down to the other one, the other one would turn upside down, so that it would be claw to claw when they'd meet. And I often wonder what they were trying to do. Were they was was it a mother or a father that was trying to teach the other ones? how to protect themselves or against. I don't know. Yes. But it went on for about 10 minutes, which was absolutely fabulous for to see. I know. And, and they kept this at, and then the two of them, they'd swoop around, and the next thing, one would go high again and, and go down on top of the other one. And as they would come to the other one, the other one would turn upside down, and it would be claws against claws. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, and 
I had never seen it now in my life now, but um, and I presumed that they, they weren't uh, obviously they were two of a kind, and I'm sure it was one who was coaching the other and yes. teaching them the, the skills of life. Yeah. Well, as you say, <laughs> Michael, it, nature is is wonderful, and it's it's amazing to to watch them. And it is, yeah. it is, it is indeed, yeah. And I think that there's more and more people aware of nature nowadays and taking care of nature, yes. which is a good thing. Which is a great thing. Okay, Michael, uh, many thanks for joining us today. Um, we look forward, we'll be down in Whitegate uh, on this radio station next weekend yes. with help of God. And I'll meet uh, you down there, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a chat and a bit of crack and hopefully... Um, <laughs> We we can't shout for anyone, of course, when it's Budaik versus well, Ogunlo, no. but um, but we will be shouting for Scarif Ogunlo, of course, next weekend as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Michael yes, McNamara, yes, our yes, correspondent in Ogunlo, many thanks for joining us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon again. Jim, thanks very much. Good to talk to you. Okay, God, God bless. God bless. Bye.